This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 422. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Dave, the rave that all the ladies crave. That is right. This is Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Make sure you go check out all of our previous episodes, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, and Google Play. Also, go purchase a t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Also, give us a like on Facebook because why not? And we know you're on there. So Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Give us a like on there. Give us a follow on Twitter at BTTG161 at Dave3 of underscore MO at Chris Weendog. And, of course, at Marking Out. Watch Cooking with Brandon. YouTube.com slash Marking Out 11. Hey, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, pretty good. I think everybody should be sending us an email at uh, marketout1 at gmail.com as well, don't you think? Yeah. For sure. So, um, how was your week? It's pretty good, pretty decent. Went out why to, uh, I went why out decent? Th- I, went th- I think went out three times. Oh, where'd you go? Uh, well, I went to Chili's. Where did you Again, go? I went to Chili's. I love uh, bow, 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 bow. I wanted to order the uh, chicken and waffles again. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they weren't great the first time I got them, but the waiter like does one of those like double take look things, and he goes, "Look, I'm gonna be real honest with you, I wouldn't order <laughs> the waffles here." <laughs> and uh, and it's funny because when I and when I had the the waffles for the first time there, the only time I've had them there, I was like, it feels like they're both like over and undercooked at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I was gonna willing to give it a second shot, but I ended up just getting the chicken fingers there. Hey, you know what? Got to play it safe. Yeah, and then I went to another place in Rockville Center, uh, Salsa Mexicana. I went on Tuesday, so they had like a Taco Tuesday deal. Mm-hmm. Where I guess the normal lunch is two tacos, but for that you get a third one for oh. free. Yeah, so it was pretty good. I would definitely go back to that place again. I had chicken right. tacos. Uh-huh. And my dad had steak tacos, so I had one steak one. Really nice. Good. I think that's a. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. And then uh, last night I went to uh, Cheesecake Factory at like ten thirty. That's a pretty late dinner. Yeah, and I feel bad, like, cause they close at eleven. Yeah. No, you're definitely not that guy. But the woman said, as long as you get there before closing, you're good. And there. Yeah, were but people... what she really means is if you get here before closing. We will not appreciate it. We'll no, serve you, dude, but we won't were, appreciate there it. There were people who got there even later than me. Dude, no respect. I don't know about that. No respect. All the workers seemed happy still. You know what? If the workers are happy, then the it's good booking, you know? So. Yeah. And the food's good, so. Yeah. But I typically don't go that late ever. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, well, that was, I mean... <laughs> My food and my week in food. How was your week? My week was, uh, it was good. Busy. Very, very busy. Um, you know, just working, doing the tutoring. 
at the at the car wash car wash yeah that's not yeah did you did you even know the song that i was singing before before when were you singing before dude no mercy i don't know what you're talking about yeah that's okay but yeah um, you weren't even singing before oh no oh no i was i was hitting all the notes but yeah um On, on the show yeah yeah that would be confirmed um yeah so everything is going well but not too much else going on you know living the dream living the dream but we do have some outside the ring news to be uh spoken about unfortunately this week king Kong bundy passed away at the age of 61 uh it's said that he had a heart attack um very unfortunate our thoughts and condolences go out to his family and friends it's crazy. Uh, I, I think he was 28 years old when he made event to WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan. That's unbelievable. I actually, have you ever met him? No. I I did meet him before, and I just remember him being a, a big guy in a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. Big guy in a Hawaiian shirt. That's pretty much what he was wearing when I met him. And uh, just larger than life character. I mean, also him on uh, Married with Children. Yeah. I mean, the family's named after him. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, also, unfortunately, this week, Dick Bayer, uh, better known as the Destroyer, he passed away as well at the age of 88. So our thoughts and condolences go out to his family. And uh, if you've never like seen a match of his, I would definitely recommend looking him up. I think for the, the time period he was in, he was wrestling like completely i don't know if i want to say completely different than everyone else but it's Mm -hmm. like his style of wrestling was so good that people should go back and research it and watch Mm -hmm. it go check it out yeah yeah no i i agree with you very talented and very unfortunate that uh the both of these wrestlers passed away but yeah um i can't believe enzo amore confused king kong bundy with george Steele. And then, and then when he got all the, the heat and stuff, he's like, I'm not going to delete it because of all these trolls. It's like, dude, they're not trolling you. You legit messed up pretty big. Yeah. I saw, um, like, all these wrestlers tweeting him, and I saw yeah. Bully Ray tweet him. Yeah, Bully Ray, a ton of people just getting right in there. I'm like, ah, you're not making yourself any likable. Like it's It started out as a nice tweet, and then he goes, but I'll never forget. Yeah, the then it's like, the green ooh. tongue who ate the turnbuckles. Yeah, it's like, ooh, okay. Oh, yep. Uh, uh, unfortunately, this week also, it, news got put out there that NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, needs to undergo neck surgery. Uh, he's been scheduled for an anterior cervical fusion, so he may be out for about six months or more. Uh, it really depends because it's cervical cervical uh, surgery, so... Which I think they, they said he was... Did he have, like, stenosis? I'm not too sure. I don't know. But it's I mean, like... Stenosis, it's such... it's a, stenosis is just really... You're very limited in what you can do. That's what, like, David Wright put him out. So... It's so unfortunate. Like, it's like... They did this whole angle... Mm-hmm. Leading up to NXT TakeOver New York. And now... Like, that's just all up in the air and clearly not going to happen. Yeah, not very unfortunate. So um, if, if they do have to take the title off of him, 
what are your like what's your scenario that you want to see played out um what i would want to see played out like a tournament to crown the next champion or some sort of like battle royal maybe some sort of a tournament they'll probably do maybe a tournament i saw some people um, on twitter saying like it would be really cool if they just if he just handed gargano the title and said here like keep this for me and they like recognize that somehow That'd be interesting if Gargano defended his championship for him. Uh, but then Gargano doesn't lose until Ch- uh, Champa comes back. And then Gargano's just like, listen, I understand that I was wrestling for you, but I defeated all these guys while you were out rehabbing. And then he's just like, no, no, you defeated them for me, but it's still my title. You never beat me. Yeah. So that, I think that, that'd be really cool. Um, if they don't go the route of, having Johnny Gargano be the next NXT champion, I would really like to see Cassius Ono win the title. Yeah, he's been around there for a while, but I'm not too sure. Not, the, yes. I mean, I really don't see that happening, but... Yeah, I don't either. Now, I'm talking about NXT. The Dusty Rhodes Classic semifinals are in. It's going to be Mustache Mountain versus the Forgotten Sons and Aleister Black and Ricochet taking on DIY. So... Going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well. Yeah, and the finale of that is at TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Of which I think there's only, I guess, two matches announced for that. I think the other one being uh, Pete Dunne versus Walter, so that should be a hard-hitting match. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hard-hitting matches and careers, Jushin Liger announced that he's going to be retiring next year in January. Wrestle Kingdom 2020. How about that? At the Tokyo Dome. That it's like it sucks that he's never been part of WrestleMania. I mean, it's yeah, I guess so. It really sucks. And I really hope that he ends up wrestling at G1 Supercard. At yeah, I am Garden. Yeah, I'm totally with you on there. I like, it's really cool like I've gotten to see him at the the indie shows that we went to, mm-hmm. two nights in a row, got to see him wrestle at Barclays Center. I think it'd be awesome to see him, just like, one more time at the Garden. Yeah, that that would be nice. Um, yeah. Um. Apparently, at the uh, Performance Center this week, Kazarni Simbodi was uh, a guest trainer. Can you do your your Simbodi Kazarni impression? Don't have a Kazarni impression. Oh. And I, I honestly, I wish, uh, I wish he went further in WWE as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, a fa- I was a fan of the Kazarni character. I know he wasn't, but I, I liked it. And, uh, and still to this day, I mean, the only two people that I've ever seen do the corner, like head smashes to each turnbuckle was him. And now Matt Hardy does it. Mm hmm. Still want that in the WWE video games. I don't know if or when we'll ever get it. In due time. In due time. Um, apparently, Arn Anderson was released last week, but it was well based off of an incident that took place with Alicia Fox because she came to a wrestling event while intoxicated. Um, very 
interesting news. Not really much else out there on it. Uh, explains why Alicia Fox hasn't been on television as well. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty surreal that, I mean, we spoke about it last week with Arn Anderson getting released. Mm-hmm. He's been in WWE employees since WCW closed. Yeah. And Went right it's, over. It's unfortunate that Alicia Fox would show up to an event intoxicated, if that's even true. Yeah, that stuff, that's just pure stupidity, if that is true. Yeah. Um, very stupid. Uh, something very stupid. Dana Warrior is apparently shadowing the WWE creative team to become potentially a writer. I don't know um, if it's, like, stupid. I wouldn't say it's stupid. Oh, I'm going to say that it's really stupid. But, and but in, what, sense in what sense is, like, okay, so I get that she's not, what did she do in the wrestling business? She married a pro wrestler. Exactly. After, after he was done with wrestling. But I don't think the guys in, on creative are, like, I don't think they have a wrestling background, really. And does Dana Warrior have a writing background, a creative writing background? Well, she said she's been writing since she was a little kid. Oh, so she has a, a diary. Great. Okay. That makes really proper I, sense no, that if she I, has a diary. I, she, I think my seemed, I think my little my little cousin has one too. Maybe she should get hired at some point. It seemed like she was saying more so like she would write her own like fantasy books or whatever, whatever it was, but so she's just like every other mark. I think if they want to give no, not every other mark. She's not sitting there writing wrestling fantasies as a kid. I think there's opportunity for WWE to bring in other, like, women writers who are actually, like, gotten a writers? degree in writing. Yeah, this is stupid. But something not too stupid, Jeff Jarrett is apparently on the creative team now, and that makes sense, as opposed to Dana Warrior. So, yeah, that man. that definitely makes a lot more sense to me. All these like shakeups and everything going on is like it's super weird, mm-hmm. and I, I'd like I'd like to know who's contributing to what, but we'll never find that out. I'm sure. Nah, probably not. Uh, but Jeff Jarrett's a Hall of Famer. Speaking of Hall of Famers, they announced a new Hall of Famer uh, to be inducted this year. That being Tori Wilson. Very uh, interesting move, but Tori Wilson has done a lot for WWE, especially during that uh. The startup of SmackDown, pretty much, right? The, the era where they didn't let women do what they wanted. Mm. I know she would, like, really push to get more and more stuff done, but WWE at the time just wasn't, like, they wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people complained about Tori Wilson. Why does she get to be in the Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah? But I think, I mean, she's contributed so much that like, I mean, I don't, I just don't get people who are complaining. I mean, I'd understand her a lot more than this next rumored uh, Hall of Famer. Well, it's I, rumored that Brutus the Barber Beefcake is going to be inducted. Well, I think Brutus should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, because Coco Beware's in the Hall of Fame, so it makes sense. Well, that's, I mean, I think Brutus, I mean, he's contributed a lot to pro wrestling. Yeah, no, he could go right into that Coco Beware. Uh, I think he ball. might be the, the pro wrestler out there with the most gimmick names ever. Because mm-hmm. he had a lot of them. But I I don't think... Like, to me, it's no question that Brutus should be in. So, I mean, you clearly you don't think so, but... 
Definitely no. No, 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 no. And what about Taz? He's still rumored. I I mean, for commentary, maybe. For commentary? What are you kidding me? What about the stuff he did for ECW? Yeah, okay, ECW, but WWE, he didn't do anything. Well, that's not correct either. <laughs> okay. He ended Kurt Angle's undefeated streak. What are you kidding me? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, if the, I still think in 1999, Taz should have been WWF champion. Well, I agree with you on that. that one, like too. that, he was so over when he faced Triple H, that it's just like, I mind-boggling that they didn't give him the title. But at the same time, yeah. it's like, oh right, it's WWE. They're not gonna. No, it's it's, it's not, not a WWE push, guy. They're not gonna push somebody who's smaller. Yeah, no, definitely, but very unfortunate. Uh, not unfortunate, um, but yeah. And hopefully, I, I... hopefully, he does get inducted this year. Yeah, but very unfortunate news. Uh, Alex Trebek revealed that he was recently diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Um, he was actually a backstage interviewer as well as a guest ring announcer for the main event of WrestleMania seven. Um, so very unfortunate. Is he going to maintain Jeopardy? He said he's going to. He even like joked about it. He's like, I have to like make it because I have three years left on my contract. <laughs> so he kind of made uh-huh. like a joke about it and everything. Uh, it's a shame. I've watched I've watched Jeopardy here and there. Mm-hmm. After uh, it comes on what six o'clock mm-hmm. for years now. So yeah. Uh, also, Harley Race apparently has lung cancer. Aye. When this first hit the internet, I guess Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan were doing an event in Atlantic City, and Ric Flair dropped it that it was terminal. Mm-hmm. But it's since then been corrected that it's not terminal, and he's been working with doctors, and he's still very much so active in his uh, wrestling academy. All right. Um, yeah. So hopefully both of them pull through. Yeah, um, definitely. WrestleMania 36 news. It will be taking place at the Raymond James, uh, James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Uh, this is going to be April 5th, 2020. There is an XFL team that's going to be playing there as well. Which is kind of interesting. Is that not going to be the season? Like, are they... Maybe they'll be playing away at that time. Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> they have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they had the big press conference for it today. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's WrestleMania news. And, um, and it's the first time they're going to be in Tampa. But uh, it's... Obviously, they've been in Florida before. Yeah. But it'll be interesting as we're in WrestleMania time currently. Um, also, uh, very uh, unexpectedly, Jim Ross revealed on his podcast that he's he will not be renewing his contract with WWE after it expires March 29th. Apparently, him and Mitch McMahon said that they are mutually deciding that he should leave the WWE at this time. So does that mean that... But like, what's he doing? Is he going to AEW for commentary? No, but, like, what's he been... Like, he hasn't... Like, what's his contract now? Like, what's he been doing? Maybe a uh, Legends uh, contract? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what his contract entailed for WWE at the current time. But, nah. Because it's like he's not in the video games or anything. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even think... I don't think they're releasing figures of him. Yeah. I guess, I mean, he did what? He did the 
Did he recently do a commentary for one of the overseas shows, maybe? Um, I'm not too sure. I don't recall. Nah. I'm not too sure. But that is all of the outside the ring news. And I think it's time we should probably take a break. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death. And you are currently listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 422. I think we should go to some sports entertainment. And talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Oh, yeah. Which uh, kicks off Roman Reigns uh, speaking about how Seth Rollins is the one thing standing in his way of what he wants. Which, like, I would have figured right then and there that it was going to be about a title shot. Mm -hmm. But it ends up where he asked Seth Rollins to reform the band. The band. And it wasn't wasn't even 3MB. It was The Shield. Which everyone, everyone in Philadelphia popped for. They they liked the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get why they're doing what they're doing. If like Ambrose is really like gone, mm-hmm. but um, as far as far as Monday Night Raw, Rollins comes out. At first, he says no. Then it gets turned into a yes. He calls out Ambrose, and before Dean Ambrose could say anything. Elias comes out, smashes a guitar over his back. No respect. No respect. And we're we're left with that. Yeah. We're left with no answer then. Nope. Uh, and he kind of just walked out on his fellow brothers of the Shield. But next up, you had Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre with Leah Rush take on and defeat Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Kurt Angle. Um, Leo Rush was a huge factor in this match, always getting uh, in, uh, getting involved. But Braun Strowman took out Leo Rush, but unfortunately, that also took Braun Strowman out of the match, leaving Kurt Angle uh, just there. Uh, like we get, like we've seen the barricade spot over and over again. I thought that was a really good barricade spot, though. Yeah, I and agree. I thought it was the saving grace for the match that I thought was super boring. Yeah. I was very bored by this match. And a oh, lot I, of, I feel like a lot of people were also bored with this match. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Afterwards, the heels attacked uh, everyone. Well, Kurt Angle and and Finn Balor. Nah. But it's weird because like, they're building this three-man team of Kurt Angle, Finn Balor, and Braun Strowman. Then at the same time, they have the Shield to, like spoil it I guess uh, and then they have like sometimes Elias is in this yeah it's really confusing what's happening like, it with doesn't it all make sense like they're building a feud against two different trios yeah I yeah I know you don't know which direction to go in but I guess the Braun Finn and Kurt isn't going to be a long standing thing I mean um, it seems like Braun's going to break off from them. Finn's breaking off. Angle's going to retire. Uh, it's just going to—it's just kind of getting the crowd adjusted to that three-on-three concept again. Um, but Which next up, six-man tags happen every week. It seems. 
Yeah, that's true. It's not like something we need to get used to. No, it's they're building two different feuds to just go with one other feud. Yeah. Next up, you had Natalia pick up the victory over Ruby Riot. Uh, Ruby Riot, alongside her uh, her good old friends, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. This match did nothing for me. No, what did something for me though was Lacey Evans walking out no. after the match. It was, um, did did absolutely nothing. No, she did a lot, dude. She came out with a new nickname, and exactly. again, she did nothing. Uh, it's only building up for her WrestleMania match. It makes there's she's going for the title. It makes no sense there. And and what's also stupid about this, they're trying to squeeze more and more women's segments onto shows, but they cut the time so much for the matches this match was two minutes and the other women match on on raw was three minutes mm-hmm. like you can't do much in two minutes this is the same stuff that people complained about with the whole give divas a chance thing they were having one to two minute matches yeah like it doesn't to me it does not make sense no i i see what you're saying well, after that, you had a segment where Triple H came out to speak about Batista. They aired a uh, like a video phone recording that Batista posted about him not being in Philly because he doesn't like them. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he's going to show up next week on Raw. Or at least they say he's going to. But yeah, so Triple H basically speaks about Richard Fleer during this promo. Uh, which... Like, I, I get what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Like, make it more real life. Yeah. Triple H mentioned, like, this is me out of character. When you gotta mention that you're out of character, dude, you're in character. I literally thought he was gonna start calling himself Paul in the middle of that ring on Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just, I don't, I'm not a fan of this. Like I get like how how close you are to Ric Flair. I get like you bring up real life situations like I was there with uh when his son Reed passed away. Mm-hmm. I was there for this, I was there for that. And it's like I get what they're trying to do to build up Triple H versus Batista, but I just don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I I would rather see Batista versus someone else, but it's just a filler match in my opinion. Like I thought I was going to like Triple H versus Batista. Yeah. But to me now it's just turning into Triple H versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 29. It's just a filler match in my opinion. It's literally I do not care. I didn't yeah, I, I didn't care about Triple H versus Brock. I'm I don't care It's about Goldberg Batista. versus Lesnar. I mean, it's just two older guys going at it. But um, next up, we had tag team gauntlet style match. Heavy machinery picking up victory over Kurt Hogg and Zack Ryder, the Ascension in the B team. Wow, why'd you do that in reverse? Oh, I don't know. But this was this was stemming earlier when all the teams were kind of poking fun of uh, heavy machinery. Except, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean Hawkins and Ryder did as well, but I mean Ryder still kind of put them over, so they weren't complete heels in that situation. Yeah. But this, again, I don't know. This didn't do anything for me. No, I'm with you. 
uh, did nothing to me. I want to see Hawkins and Ryder have singles matches on Raw. I want to see Ryder get the win. I want to see Hawkins keep losing. Mm-hmm. I want to see, I, I hope, I really, I mean, I must have said this every single week since Chris said it. I really hope Hawkins and Ryder leave WrestleMania 35 as champions. I hope so. Up next, Elias defeated Dean Ambrose. Uh, Elias performing, of course, beforehand. Kind of a catchy tune about the city of Philly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I feel like nothing really happened in this match. And, nothing. And, I, and I wish Elias was in the same spot he was a few months ago. Yeah. I think he fell so far when they turned him heel again for no reason. It's yeah. like Finn Balor. He was hot for a second again when he was facing Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But again, just fell back down to where he's been at. Braun Strowman fell down to nothing. And Kurt Angle really Falling. fell down to nothing, which is pathetic to let somebody of Kurt Angle's caliber like just reduce to that kind of a status. Yeah. It just that that makes no sense. Yeah. But no, after I, I after, totally agree with you. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Uh, after this match, though, you had Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins uh, get into the ring, try to convince Dean Ambrose to reform the Shield, but he left, went up into the crowd. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin came out. Uh, Corbin and McIntyre cutting a little promo. Mm-hmm. I guess they're not letting Lashley speak for good reason. I was about to say, for good reason. And then the three of them proceeded to go into the ring and attack Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. And Dean Ambrose finally was like, screw it. I'm running down. I'm going to help him out. And afterwards, they were like, they Roman Reigns put his fist in. Seth Rollins put his fist in. They're like, come on, do it, do it. And Ambrose is like fighting with himself. And boom, finally does it. Crowd goes insane. Which is really crazy because, like, rewind a few years ago, they were booing the hell out of Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, the Shield is officially back together for one last match. (sighs) Great. I would have to assume this is, like, I want to see this lead to Ambrose versus Reigns. Yeah, that, that I agree with you with. I do think that it's going to lead to Reigns versus Ambrose. Unfortunately, though, I'm not a fan of the Shield getting having to get back together because, to me, it doesn't make any sense because you just spent so much time for um, Ambrose doing that heel turn and everything like that. It's just like... Unless well, I guess can, they're, they're using it from, like, nostalgia or whatever. It's like... Yeah, but unless this is just going to confirm that it remains... Uh, what, with that everything he's hmm? that he's leaving no I, I just want it to confirm like it's going to be Reigns, Reigns versus Ambrose but I mean it's going to maintain Ambrose as a heel but well yeah, I like mean right now right now he's, he's not leaving. right now he's not a heel so I think we don't know really where his mind is well he's been facing heel wrestlers so he's not mm-hmm. it's not like he's a heel mm-hmm. and he went and helped out the shield probably got the loudest pop of the night yeah up next was Tamina defeating Sasha Banks uh, Nia Jax during the match hit Bailey, and 
uh, Sasha Banks took care of her in that, except it wasn't good enough because she was able to grab onto Sasha Banks, causing a distraction, which had Sasha Banks get back into the ring, get hit with the super kick, Tamina wins. Three-minute match, did absolutely nothing. There's no way Tamina and Nia Jax are winning at the pay-per-view. And I kind of hope... I mean, I... I I don't know mm. if there's if it's possible for them to build two different uh, women's tag team matches up for WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Because I think, given that these championships are brand new, they should 100% be defended at WrestleMania. Yeah. But I there's would, no reason why they shouldn't be. I would really like for them to also be defended at TakeOver the night before or two nights before. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. I think that would elevate the titles. I know the match would be so much better at a mm-hmm. takeover because they're given more time to work and stuff. I mean, they did appear on that NXT uh, right. event. Yeah. So, and if they're truly going to have like challenges from everywhere, then why not have them go and have a match at NXT TakeOver New York? I just don't know who it would be against. I don't know if you would like maybe uh put Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir or yeah, maybe could... Io Shirai and, and Kyrie Sane, that'd be cool. That's that's the one that I was thinking. That's what I that's what I'm very hopeful to see. I would mm-hmm. like to see Sasha and Bailey versus Io and Kyrie. Yeah. Which by the way, the stadium, Raymond James Stadium's got a giant mm-hmm. pirate ship for the Buccaneers. Do you think Paul Burchill's going to appear? No, but if oh. if Kyrie Sane's not up on the main roster by next year and using that to her advantage, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed. And even if she's not on the main roster, still include her in like a skit or something. I don't know if people are even able to get onto the pirate ship there. Um, I think so. But I'm I'm hoping for a uh, <laughs> a pirate themed WrestleMania next year. Yeah. Um also, happening on Monday Night Raw throughout the night, they had Colin Jost and Michael Che from Saturday Night Live there. Which, when they first announced it, I was like, uh, it's going to be terrible because typically celebrity involvement is kind of bad and the crowd usually like hates it and they boo the hell out of them. But at first, it kind of seemed like the crowd was like booing them, but I think they quickly got behind the segments because they were, to me, they were funny. You had Michael Che be like the cool one and Colin Jost like the dorky, like, oh, what's wrestling sort of thing. Like he pulls out a hat. He's like, oh, I'm going to wear a hat. I'm, <laughs> it's a New York Met hat in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. I like the part with Braun. Yeah. they uh, Before that even, they announced that uh, they're going to be special correspondents for WrestleMania this year. No idea what that means, but uh, Colin Jost ran into Braun Strowman backstage. Ends up saying, like, you know, but between you and me, th- this stuff isn't real, right? And so then right away I thought about, what's his face? Uh, Dan Spivey. Yeah. So Strowman picks him up, chokes him against the wall throughout the commercial break. Everyone's <laughs> trying to break him up, whatever. I thought it was hilarious. Michael Che goes, no, he's stupid. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so maybe, 
maybe WrestleMania 35, we're going to see some sort of like gimmicked match with Michael Che, Colin Joes, Braun Strowman. Uh, maybe Nicholas makes his return. Oh, come on now. That could be good. Like, but would you be pissed if that was like this, like the situation that Strowman was put in? No. I mean, of course, yeah, because he should be in the championship role. But unfortunately, well, no, no, no. But the championship match right there is clearly it's Roman Reigns, uh, not Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Exactly. So that's why I'm like very torn on it. But you know, it is what it is. I'd rather Braun Strowman be champion because that's really where he deserves to be. Yeah, but would you but, be fine if they had some sort of gimmick match where Colin Jost, not a wrestler, Michael Che, not a wrestler, had some sort of involvement with Braun Strowman? I wouldn't like it. I thought they were the best part of Monday Night Raw, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay. I really, I thought it was, because I, I had so such low expectations of it because of how they've had celebrities in the past. Mm-hmm. Not to say that all celebrity involvement is terrible. It's just not as good as it as I hoped that they would be at times. Right. There's been times where it's like, oh, this is really good. And then there's been times, unfortunately, like Dennis Miller at the Slammy Awards where he just completely bombed. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see maybe Colin Jost versus Braun Strowman or something like that at WrestleMania. I'm a huge SNL fan. I like the current cast. I actually like the show. I'm not one of those people that are like, ugh, the 70s were so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up next, the, the another match we saw were the for the WWE Tag Team Championships, the Revival retaining the titles by defeating Aleister Black and Ricochet via disqualification. Uh, at first, when they showed the revival on the screen, I was, like, shocked. I was so confused as to who was in the ring because Dash Wilder shaved off his beard into, like, a goatee mm-hmm. and had his hair spiked up. I was like, what? Who is, like, what am I, who is that? <laughs> and then I realized, I was like, what? <laughs> it's Dash. Very confused. But, uh, but... You had Chad Gable and Bobby Roode come out and attack them during the match. So it was like kind of a weird setup to a match, but I'm happy that we're getting this triple threat match for the titles at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I agree with you. That's one of the things that, that was, that I liked the most because I liked the match itself. I thought it was a really good match. This was my highlight of the brawl because I liked seeing, uh, Ricochet, and I thought that this was a great match with um, Black, and it was just fun. Uh, I thought they had great interaction, but then the end of it, with that involvement, the DQ, I was just like, ah, okay, I'm hey, I'm down for that triple threat match. I mean, I've wanted to see this match for a few weeks now since they brought them up on the roster, and they like kind of like ran in the same circle or whatever. But it's uh the the. The storyline setting up matches and stuff to this pay-per-view has been not great. Yeah. they Obviously, they had heavy focus on one match that completely changed. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie McMahon up next made a match between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, that happened earlier in the night where she said the title was vacant. 
Um, and then Charlotte cut a promo about people basking in her glory, which, hello, NXT. Yeah. Hello, Keith Lee. Oh, hey there. Um, but when it came for the actual contract signing, Stephanie made Becky sign an agreement. Didn't they just do this too? Um, I don't think so. The That clause? To make her not liable? Or make WWE not yeah. liable for any injuries? Yeah. I'm not sure. But Ronda Rousey came out and said that she never relinquished the title, so she's still champion. Uh, and then Stephanie McMahon made the match at Fastlane that if Becky Lynch wins, she becomes a third participant in the match at WrestleMania. So it's, to me, super annoying that regardless, which is one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out, Flair is in that match at WrestleMania. It's not going to be one-on-one. No matter how much I want to see Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair will always be attached to that match. Ronda Rousey ends up attacking Becky Lynch here and Raw where they kind of seemed like they kind of ran out of time almost. Mm -hmm. They had Stephanie backstage doing an interview where they cut away where she starts laughing. They show Ronda Rousey. um, And you could audibly hear somebody yelling at Rousey to hold up the title. (laughs) Which is interesting because when I go to like takeovers, it's cool because I see the referees and ringside people giving directions to the people in the ring. And I don't know if they do that on the main roster. I haven't like really recognized that or noticed it. Like you'll see a referee ringside telling like, oh, like hold up the title. Yeah. I mean, you, we've seen it sometimes where the referee will be like, hey, uh, turn around or turn to this camera or something like that. So it's nothing too new. It's just something that you don't really, I guess, that's get what, like, with. I'm saying like, I don't know if they were just doing that because she's like a like a greener superstar no i mean or if I they think do like i don't know if they would do that if like they i mean obviously i don't think they would do it if the rock came back but no i think that they i think that they'd probably get uh have a lot of words uh spoken to them backstage if they tried to do that with him but i mean like i think we've seen it with like leo rush in the past but again leo rush was in wwe's eyes more green yeah He's a newer superstar to the main roster. Mm-hmm. So it's, and again, didn't really spend much time in NXT. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just for the NXT superstars and newer superstars like Ronda Rousey, or if they do that in general for all superstars. Mm-hmm. That I, I want to say they do that for all. Like if you miss the cue, I want to say that they do it for all. Yeah, I don't know. But it's really interesting if you've never like checked that out, and if you're happening, hap- if you happen to go to like an NXT takeover or something, keep an eye on the referees after the match, mm-hmm. and you'll see some uh, some signals being sent. I mean, unless you don't want wrestling ruined for you, then don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, moving on from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown, SmackDown, the new Daniel Bryan and. I always want to say Eric Rowan. Yeah, I keep on every time I write it down. I mean, I, the only reason I don't say Eric is because every time I do notes, I put usually last names. 
So, yeah. yeah, so I always write down Rowan. So it doesn't throw me off too much. Yeah, so they opened the show. Daniel Bryan spoke about Kofi Kingston not even being there because he's with New Day in India. Mm-hmm. Kind of like throwing shade at him like, oh, a true champion would show up or whatever. Uh, but he also trashed Kevin Owens, basically made fun of his weight. And Kevin Owens came out and basically told Daniel Bryan that he deserved to have his mouth shut. And uh, Daniel Bryan mentioned that uh, Kevin Owens has no friends. And he said he didn't need any friends to defeat him last week on SmackDown. I thought here for sure Sammy, we were going to see some sort of Sami Zayn involvement. But Kevin Owens ends up doing battle with, uh, with Rowan. And went after Daniel Bryan, but he got taken but, out by, by Rowan. Yeah, that didn't last too long. I, I do like that he's doing the stunner and stuff. But yeah, Rowan got right in there, hit him with that choke slam. Which it's definitely not a choke slam, but uh, I... Why, what would you say? Well, it's a claw hold slam. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like that's in one of the video games, no? I'm not or... sure, but I think it definitely needs a title, and I don't know if the Von Eriks were the first people to do the claw. No, no, someone does, like, the claw slam. I don't know. I can't Someone did a claw slam. Well, I mean, not... I don't think it's this... It's not like a choke slam, like, where he lifts him up, though. Mm-hmm. But I think Tenzai used to do that. That may be why I'm thinking of it then. And if not Tenzai, maybe Kane? Because Kane used to use the claw hold as a finisher. Did he? Yeah. I think it was like 2013, 14. Wow. Wow. When he came came back with the welder's mask. Uh Uh-huh. Something like that. But yeah, I would like to see that move get named. Because it's it's a good move. Yeah, I agree with you. And I once again, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from uh the new Daniel Bryan or just No, Bryan. from from yeah, from Rowan. Uh the first match of the evening, we saw The Miz defeating Jay Uso. Uso's cut a hell of a promo beforehand making fun of Shane McMahon, although they gave him props for his sneaker game. Um and Jimmy Uso during the match tries to interfere, Shane McMahon gets involved, prevents that from happening. Miz gets the win. I definitely don't think they're going to get the win at, on Sunday, but um, yeah, we'll, like sure. we'll see. We'll see a lot more after Sunday. What, how WrestleMania shapes up, especially yeah. like in, in Miz and Shane McMahon's storyline. Hopefully. I, I mean, I, I'm hopeful still that it's going to be Shane McMahon turning on the Miz. I know, like I mentioned that idea last week, but I don't think you and Chris agreed with me with that being a good I, idea. I just don't, I don't see that happening. I, I think that that would be such a great idea just because of it would propel, not that he needs it, but it would push Miz into further uh, babyface territory. But it's and, like, it's not like, because at this point, it's like, yes, I would love to see Daniel Bryan versus Miz at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship, but they'd okay. just be absolutely stupid to not do Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. I'm, They'd you be know what? so dumb not to do Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. I know, and I kind of, do you think that they would do such a thing? I have no idea. And I think in the international market of WrestleMania, 
in like the New York crowd, etc. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it'd be awesome to put Kofi over. I agree with you. I think that it would be huge. I think that it would be a lot of fun to see Kofi walk out as champion. But I'm not too sure if I could really see it taking place. I mean, we also have the same exact thing taking place with uh, Becky Lynch kind of with um, with Ronda Rousey. Um, but How so? Well, I kind of lapsed my thought process. Um, <laughs> um, I was meaning Becky Lynch versus Stephanie and Miz versus Shane um, in that sort of a – so I kind of lapsed over my thought process. My bad. Well, but, speaking of Rousey, uh, Charlotte Flair was backstage being interviewed and invited Becky Lynch for a fun, friendly discussion later on in the night, but she ended up – she laughed after flubbing a line. And I literally – I was I thought she was going to say, let's do this again. <laughs> I, all I thought – when she did that, all I thought of was Psycho Sid. Yeah. No, we're live. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're live, pal. We're live, pal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, after that, you had R-Truth cutting a promo, uh, putting over John Cena big time. Lacey Evans again comes out and does nothing. I – it I She does – she's doing nothing. It made for a great aftermath where R-Truth is like, no, come back out here for a title match. Mm-hmm. So that I thought that was funny, but it, she's doing nothing. How, I don't know how you could tell me that's a build to a championship match or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not. But the uh, open challenge for the U.S. championship was answered by Samoa Joe. Followed, well, that's not it. Followed yeah. by Rey Mysterio, followed by and- Andrade Cien Almas, which I thought was kind of stupid because our truth didn't like agree to this match. Yeah, it, so I mean, like that in that sense, it doesn't make sense to me. I agree with you. I mean, I think that he got he got cheated out of his championship. Because... Like, like why all of a sudden are open challenges open to absolutely everybody that comes out? I know. I mean, it, it should have been, it should have been, all right, triple threat match, winner takes on R-Truth at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But here you have Samoa Joe picking up the victory, winning his first championship on the main roster. And his, as you just mentioned, his first main roster championship, it's done on a SmackDown, not a pay-per-view. Well, that's whatever. And it's not a it's singles still, match. It's still a live crowd, and he didn't even defeat the champion, right? Exactly. But I, I like the match. I wanted... Our truth to win. I wanted him to retain the title. I wanted the title reign to be longer. I thought it was just starting to get good. For what three weeks they kept our truth off TV when he was champion after he won the title, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'd have to say this was a terrible title run. Yeah, it was as if he wasn't champion. I mean, don't get me. I I think a lot more could have been done with this. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, Jinder Mahal awful. It wasn't Nakamura awful, even though there, but there was really nothing done. But I, I guess mean, he really I, only had three title defenses. Yeah, but I guess doing nothing was probably better than doing something as compared to with those two. Um, I think the main reason for this, I, I the only reason that I could possibly fathom our truth putting over John Cena so much mm-hmm. was to then have Samoa Joe win the title and take on. John Cena at WrestleMania. 
That would be interesting. That's a match I wouldn't mind seeing. I would be interested. I mean, I think that a lot of people are going to complain about that because, of course, let's face it, there's a lot of uh, John Cena, anti-John Cena fans out there. But at the end of the day, we totally, we respect John Cena and we actually are John Cena fans. But I think that you just have to come to the terms that he is actually a good wrestler and it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I think he's somebody that could definitely put Samoa Joe to the next level in WWE. Which Samoa Joe needs to be brought up to. Yeah, because it's um, like as much as, like, I, when I see, when Samoa Joe answered the open challenge, I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. <laughs> I know. Um, next up, you had a tag team match. Aleister Black and Ricochet picked up the victory over the bar. Um I'm a big fan of this, but I'm so confused with Aleister Black and Ricochet. They're going for – it looks like they're setting themselves up to be tag team champs for Raw and on SmackDown. Well, I don't see it like that. I just think they're – But that's what they're being set up for. But how so? It's not – the bar's not champion. No, but, I mean, they're, it's going to end up being a title shot, it seems. I mean, it seems like they're going to have a title shot on both of them. I think it was more so like a warm-up match for Sunday. Okay. I don't like this. I'm starting to not like this at all. Why? Because I feel like we've just been super saturated by Aleister Black and Ricochet. I feel total... So much that I don't even care to watch them at this point. That's funny because I I care. I don't care how good the match is. They just keep doing the same things over and over again and winning. I'm opposite. I I love it. I it's can't get enough. It's the same thing over and over again. No, I, I agree with you. It could be. But consider me Ricochet and uh, Aleister Blackmark, you know? I It could easily be put down to that, that I'm just a big fan of them. Of them. And also, I mean, if it, if it is leading to... I, I don't know. This would be... Huh. Because it'd be difficult, I mean, because I know I've seen spoilers. For what? The Dusty Rhodes Classic. Oh, okay. So it's difficult for me to say, like, even if this is leading to a tag team title match at WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. like, I'd be, well, after this match was over, Nakamura and Rusev attacked Aleister Black and Ricochet from behind. Yeah. The bar joined in, and then the Hardy Boys ran down to make the save. So here I'm thinking, like, I mean, take one of those teams out of the equation or keep them all in and add the Usos. Mm-hmm. I, we just saw a ladder match at WrestleMania 33 when the Hardys returned. I wouldn't mind seeing a TLC match with these, like, five teams. I'm good with that. I mean, we have seen rumors that they want to do more uh, multi-man matches at this WrestleMania so that's a very big possibility to see. And like you, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, it's it's always enjoyable to see five tag teams or even just five solo wrestlers or more. In like, a, I don't think we've – I don't know if we've seen a TLC match with five teams before. I think it would be fun. Would you uh, – would you ever put the tag team – like would you ever put Raw versus SmackDown but have both – titles hanging at the same time and whoever whichever one you go like both in like a sack so you don't know if you're going for raw or smackdown that'd be two different you'd have to hang it from two different things then 
Yeah, what, what, what's, stopping, what's stopping the other team from grabbing the other thing? They'd have to be so far apart. Hmm. What do you think of that idea? I if you have two I different wouldn't, sacks, I wouldn't mind that. and you have to go up, climb the ladder, and grab one, but you whatever you get, you just keep being drafted to that. You have to well, your allegiance is now on that other one. I don't think it's drafted. You just win the championship. Yeah, you you win it, but you are now a member of that roster by winning this. I yeah, mean, you could be, end up. It'd be, an, it'd be an interesting shakeup move. Again, the shakeup is happening the. The week after WrestleMania, uh huh. But yeah, I like I'd, that I'd be a, a fan of that. Maybe that uh, maybe you could get a job on creative. Hey, I mean, Dana Warrior can. <laughs> uh, We're just two fans. Next, you had Mandy Rose defeat Naomi, where there has been such little focus on this match for Sunday. Yeah, that it's not even featured on WWE.com when you click on the pay per view. Like, how? how is your SmackDown Championship, your SmackDown Women's Championship, not even featured when you click on Fastlane? Right? It makes no sense. I don't get it. It's like, I, what they, they did with Asuka is just pathetic. And now she's just coming out and beating up them after the match. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't get why. Like, why did she beat up Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville after? I know. I, I don't really understand it. Like, look at this. I'm on the page right now. You have Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. You mm-hmm. have Charlotte and Becky. You have the Shield, um, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. You have the Usos, and you have Miz and Shane McMahon. You scroll down a little bit. You have a brand new uh, a way to watch Fastlane. Okay. Where, where they're having like a live feed of superstars. They have New Day, Alexa Bliss, uh, Mustafa Ali, and Pat McAfee. You're going to like be able to watch with them throughout the, the night, and they'll, they'll have like guests come in, and I don't know if they're doing commentary or what. Mm-hmm. Scroll down a little further, you have Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas, which is on the kickoff. And then you have the Raw Tag Team Championships, Aleister Black, Ricochet, Revival, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable. Keep scrolling down. Oh, wow, look at that. They finally added Asuka and Mandy Rose. Hey, someone's listening. All the way towards the bottom. (laughs) That well, wasn't that go. wasn't there last night. Or, I mean, have... that wasn't even there thirty minutes ago when I was looking. Oh wow! But yeah, they must so have read your notes. Now, but it's all the way down. It's not even featured at the top of the page. Yeah, they they must have read your notes then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you had uh, AJ Styles backstage being interviewed um, about the WWE Championship, and he puts Kofi Kingston over, and Orton shows up. And insults AJ Styles for putting over somebody else who isn't him while talking about the WWE Championship. And him, I mean AJ Styles. Like, how could Mm -hmm. you be talking about anybody else except for yourself when you're talking about the WWE Championship? I said, how could you be talking about anyone else? So it's clearly leading to some sort of AJ Styles versus Randy Orton match at WrestleMania 35. Mm Mm-hmm. Not sure I want to. I mean, I like AJ I Styles. 
I would be okay with this. I mean, I think Randy Orton is a good wrestler. Phenomenal um, yeah. forearm into the into huh? the RKO to to lose. What's that? Phenomenal forearm into the RKO to lose. I think that's a a good way to end it. I mean, or maybe he kicks out after that. Could yeah, easily kick well, out after that. That's true. But uh, only time will tell. Next up, you had Kevin Owens pick up the victory over Rowan. Uh, but it was by DQ. Yeah, Daniel uh, Bryan ends up attacking Kevin Owens. And him and Eric Rowan, or Rowan, sorry. <laughs> they uh, they started to beat him down. And Mustafa Ali made a return and made the save. I was not expecting that return. I was not either. And I had seen things online saying he was cleared. That's that's cool. I'm very happy to see that he's back in, uh, in action. Yeah. Uh, um, next week, perhaps we'll get Daniel Bryan versus Mustafa Ali. I think we will. But, of, I mean, it's going to be obvious that Daniel Bryan wins. Right. But again, I mean, this, be a is, good match. this is again assuming Daniel Bryan retains at the pay per view. Very true, but let's. I think we got to be realistic. Um, I think that Daniel Bryan will retain. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll lose it either. But yeah. Uh, to end SmackDown, you had Charlotte call Becky out to have their little talk. Uh, Flair started to attack Becky, but Becky ended up putting her in the disarmor. Hmm. I thought it was a good way to end Raw, uh, SmackDown. I wish a lot of things were different. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like the match at, at WrestleMania. I know. I know. But what could you do? You roll with the punches. Yeah. You, 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 you speed through things. You, you move over to the fast lane. Yeah. Segway. There's a pay-per-view on Sunday. Right <laughs> oh, there is a pay-per-view. At the uh, Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio, home of The Miz and Dolph Ziggler, maybe? So, yeah. But let's start with that kickoff. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Cien Almas. Is it officially back? No, it's not back. I'm going with Cien Almas. <laughs> I'm not, not no. going to just say I'm like, Andrade. I'm 100% I'm like, right, never just going to say miss- that. Did I miss something? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Andrade as, as well. Like, are they going to eventually form a stable? Like, are those rumors going to be true? What rumors? That Andrade Cien Almas will form a stable with Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara? Huh. But we already have Lucha House Party. Well. Wouldn't that be very similar? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, because we have... I like Almas as a heel. Right. I mean, Rey Mysterio can't be a heel. Has he ever been heel? Um, In WWE? I don't think so. It would be interesting, but I would be curious to see how it would play off. Are you, by the way, jotting these? No, are you? I guess so. Oh, there you go. That helps. So you're, you're going with... Almas? Yeah, I'm going to go with Almas. Okay. Uh, the next match up we have for 
nothing. It's a six-man. Well, you know what? Whatever. We'll do a uh, tag team championship, triple threat tag team for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Revival, current champions taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet, as well as the former champions, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Is it safe to say we're both going to Revival? Yeah, I think it's safe to say Revival on that one. Uh, Okay. Yeah. You think that's a good idea? I mean, I'm going with the Revival. Yeah. I'm going to stick to the Revival on that one. For the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, you have the champion Asuka taking on Mandy Rose. Mandy, uh, I'm going to go with, ooh, this is tough because I really think Mandy, like, I want to see Mandy as champion, but on the other hand, it doesn't make too much sense for me for that to happen right now before WrestleMania time. Um, There's no way it's not Asuka. Yeah, let's go with uh, Asuka. So are we just like three for three picking the same thing so far? Let's see if we can keep it up. Uh, let's go to The Shield. Taking on Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I'm going to go with The Shield. Uh-huh. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm switching, I'm switching, I'm switching, switching, switching. I'm going to go with Corbin, McIntyre, Lashley, with Ambrose turning on Reigns and Rollins. What the heck? I was going to go with The Heels. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I switched first. But I was going to say The Heels. <laughs> Conflict of interest right here. Yeah, I, I I'm sticking with the heels. I'm then I'm, I'm, I'll just do the shield. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Up next for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, you have the Boston Hug Connection taking on Nia Jax and Tamina. I'm going Boston Hug. Yeah, I'd be very disappointed if it wasn't Boston Hug. Okay, moving on. Uh, For a chance to be added to the WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 35, which I thought was stupid on Monday Night Raw when Stephanie goes, oh, if you win, Becky, you'll be added to the original match. The original match was Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So she's not getting added to the original match. So it's Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. I'd find it very hard to believe that it's not Becky, and I'd be absolutely furious if it's not Becky Lynch winning this one. I I don't know how anybody would react if it was anybody but Becky Lynch during this. But, yeah, I'm going to go Becky. That'd be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Becky. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, we have the Usos trying to retain their titles against Miz and Shane O'Mac. I'm going Usos. Um, I don't think McMiz will win the tag team titles ever again in WWE. Yeah, I'm going to go with Usos, but because I think that we're going to have two turns, I think Shane McMahon's turning on the Miz. And the other one is Ambrose? Yeah, Ambrose. In what 
probably won't be the main event. You have the WWE Championship on the line. Champion, the new Daniel Bryan, taking on challenger uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I'm going with D-Bry. You're actually going with Kevin Owens, or is that not? No, no, I'm going D-Bry. Okay. Um, let's now go to... Is that it? Yeah, that's it for the, the pay-per-view. Yeah. Hopefully... I mean, I want to see Almas and Rey Mysterio get like a 30-minute match here. I don't know how it didn't progress to an Iron Man match when they were doing their stuff originally. Yeah. I I still don't understand that. Yeah. But. So, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for shameless plugs. Uh, make sure I know last week I mentioned it Willow Nightingale we've been following her since she started pro wrestling um, I remember when we went to one of the training sessions that she was still a student and stuff like that and she unfortunately had to undergo neck surgery um, and she has a GoFundMe page that everyone should go check out if you're able to donate please donate GoFundMe.com slash heal dash up dash Willow um, on her Twitter account at W underscore Nightingale underscore. She also has a link for her shop uh, that you can buy stuff, willownightingale.bigcartel.com. She has a link to her Amazon wish list, her PayPal, and even that Solo Darling t-shirt that uh, I mentioned from last week. So make sure you go check that out. Go support her. Um, we are We keep on... Uh, following this update on Willow Nightingale, and we wish her a spe- very speedy recovery, and we hope that she. We can't wait. We look forward to her getting back into the ring. Um, but that is my shameless plugs. Hey, Brandon, you got any uh, shoutouts? Why did the chicken cross the road to listen to Brandon's shoutouts? Waka waka. First shoutout is going to IHOP. It's National Pancake Day next Tuesday, the 12th of March. And if you happen to go to IHOP to get your free stack of pancakes, just donate. Don't just uh, go in there, get in the free pancakes. Also, donate. Man, don't get shot. Yeah, that, that don't, happens. Don't, get, don't go to Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma yeah. some would say. Um, yeah, there was that unfortunate shooting incident in IHOP. So, yeah, leave your guns at home and just get a pancake. Yeah. And donate. Yeah. Uh, next shout out's going to Oni Lorkin. He was on 205 Live this week and actually advanced in the tournament against Umberto Carrillo for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. So I really hope the tournament comes down to Tony Nice and Oni Lorkin. I think that'd be a cool matchup. Uh, next week we have Drew Gulak versus Tony Nice, as well as Oni Lorkin versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, winner again goes on to face Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. So I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, last shout out is going to Luke Perry. Uh, he unfortunately passed away this week at the age of 52 due to uh, complications from a stroke that he had last week. Yeah, uh, very. Many people uh, know him as Dylan McKay from Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, more recently, he was Fred Andrews on Riverdale. Um, also featured in an episode of the Edge of Christian show, as well mm-hmm. as a guest judge on SmackDown in 2006 for the Diva Search competition. 
Um, but it's it's just I like I can't get over that. It's insane. His son uh, is Jungle Boy wrestles for AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, our, our condolences to him, his family, friends. Yeah, very very unfortunate. I mean, and it, it's all it's so important for people to know the warning uh, the warning signs of a stroke. Um, is especially with how prominent it is, but it doesn't get enough attention. It doesn't get spoken about enough. And it's so unfortunate. Uh, Luke Perry, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to his uh, family and friends. But, yeah. yeah. He's, he's big, uh big wrestling fan and a huge supporter of his son. Yeah. It's always great to see. Um, but, yeah, so those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for our... right hour mark out moment of the week do you have any do i have any he wants to know uh the truth is uh yes i do have the truth is and no i do not remember what it was well but i, I did mark out okay well i'm gonna go ahead and give you some I'm gonna give you three of them actually yeah, hit, hit me with one because I probably will agree with one of them. Well, uh, I highly doubt this one. But the other <laughs> night on uh, Conan, he was talking to Dion Cole. Uh, and he, they were showing off pictures of things that people sent to him, supposedly, that look like him. And as a joke, the last one, they were like, oh, and this one, somebody sent a picture of you and me together, as in him and Conan. And it was a picture of Coco Beware and Owen Hart. <laughs> I popped for that. And they were like, oh, who is this? Just a random white guy and a black guy with a bird. I was oh, like, man. oh, I wish I was in that audience. I'd yell out, it's freaking Owen Hart. They just said a random guy? Yeah, well, I guess they didn't know who it was. What show is this? It was Conan. Oh, God. But you can't, me, you can't it, expect everybody to know. Makes me dislike Conan even more. No, but you can't expect everybody to know pro wrestlers, oh. especially when it was Owen Hart dressed like the way he was dressed when he was tagging um, with Oko Beware. Makes me dislike it even more. Dude, you can't expect Conan O'Brien to know. Someone on that writing staff should have known. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, mm-hmm. all, wrestlers are, all wrestling fans are writers. Leave me alone. Uh, another mark out moment was on 205 Live this week. You had um, Drake Maverick setting up a match for Mike Bennett with a local talent from Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. And the talent, the match ended up not ha- even happening because Mike Bennett, or sorry, Mike Canellis ended up uh, attacking <laughs> the opponent. Uh, so the match didn't even get started, but it was Colby Carino, and they announced him as Colby Carino. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I I saw that he was on there. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And uh, last but not least was definitely the biggest markout moment of the week for me. Um, the other week, Matt Hardy showed off a picture of him wearing it, and this week he actually wore it on SmackDown when he went to save. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet from the bar, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, he ran out there wearing his brood shirt. 
That's pretty cool. And I thought, like, that's one of my favorite, like, Hardy attires that, I mean, it, they, they're making it into those ringside exclusive figures mm-hmm. that are 50 bucks that I wish I could just, like, <laughs> snap and get for free. I, I'm going to add that my mark on the week was finding out that they're at the New York Mets. Obviously, it's it's baseball season don't, is nearing closer. Don't tell me you just found out. Well, I just saw it. The bobblehead? Yeah, I just saw the, the image of it. Oh, I, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, so it's an image of Todd Frazier inside of a WWE ring, a wrestling ring, holding up the WWE championship. Yeah, for it's taking place on the 6th of April, the night before WrestleMania. At Well, actually, the day before WrestleMania, I believe, at City Field. The Mets are taking on a team. I don't know who they're taking on, but they're having WWE night there. You want to try to get tickets? No, because I'm. There's no possible way I could do a Met game and then go straight into the city to do mm-hmm. ROH New Japan. Yeah, I would. I would love to go to that game. They have WWE superstars going to be there. It's a meet and greet, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so if you're, I mean, if there's even tickets left, check it out. Since it's the Mets, I'm sure there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that's our that's our markout moment of the week. That's our show. So check us out. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, uh, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Check us out on Twitter at MarkingOut, at BTTG161, at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Unfortunately, Chris was not here this week. Check him out at Chris Sweendog. If you uh, need to email us anything at marking out, no, not at marking out. <laughs> Let's rewind that. If you need to email us anything, check it out. Marking out one at gmail.com. Pro wrestling slash marking out is a website that you can go to and purchase our merchandise, our t-shirts to be more specific. And we appreciate it. Everything. Thanks for listening. We wish you the, the- Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a 